Welcome to another episode of the Entire Task Podcast. I'm the COO, Amin Rahmani. This is the show where our CEO, Marnie Melrose, and I interview successful business owners and coaches who share their stories, strategies, and insights to help you achieve your goals faster than ever before. Today on this episode, I interview Dr. Jen Royster, who is an intuitive spiritual coach. She helps her clients get clarity through meditation, by asking questions, and listening for answers. Jen helps them gain power by immersing themselves in nature, tapping into the energies of the earth, and by releasing things which hold them back. She helps them follow through by working with the flow of life rather than against it, and by examining their belief systems to ensure it works for them. Listen on for her story. Jen is an intuitive uh, spiritual coach. Uh, She's a teacher. She is an energy healer and an artist. Um, She is the visionary and host of the Jen Royster Show, uh, which is a popular international radio show. And it's now in its sixth year. So congratulations uh, to you, Jen, on achieving that milestone. Um, And it's syndicated throughout 135 countries, which is amazing uh, to millions of listeners. Uh, She's also well-established on YouTube. Uh, So maybe I'll just start off by saying, uh, please, Jen, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself um, and how you uh, help people, because that's one of the cool things that connected us is is your your spirit about helping others. Well, I have been in this with a passion probably my whole life. I mean, I was uh, just a little bit about why I do what I do. I mean, I grew up with this connection. And so I'm very inquisitive. I I love to learn life. I just love it. And I think that's what helped me. That was a gift for me to understand the things I was doing. I wouldn't say they were perfect because sometimes you, some people have these gifts naturally and a lot of, and they're just there and you're trying to figure out how to use it or what it is. And then other people, you can learn it too. You can learn it. There's two ways to approach this. And I grew up in an environment that was a little bit hush or yeah, stay away from that. And so here I am trying to fit in the world, trying to understand what, where, where do I fit? How can I be of service to the world? And when you're a young child and things that you are able to do is not understood by the adults around you. And it wasn't that I'm angry at them. They just didn't understand it. It was a generation that, and, and an upbringing, a belief system that was like, no, stay away from that. And I had to walk through a barrier of not being afraid to understand that. That put me on a quest to just keep learning. And then I couldn't stop learning. I just started, I mean, a lot of my experience and education background in metaphysics and spirituality was me just exploring everything else that was out there. And I realized there is no one, one belief system that's correct, really, in my personal opinion. It was, I was just taking and understanding everything like a sponge. It helped me understand how I could help others. So, and I'm, I'm very empathic, which is very connected to my gift. My empath is something I had to learn how to harness as a gift, not as a hindrance. So I do 
like to help people that have trouble with that, the highly sensitive people, because for me with energy, I just feel all of it. I feel shifts in energy. I feel when someone energy shifts or changes and it's a joke around here, it's, you know, somebody will say, oh, I'm fine. Nothing to worry about, but that's not matching the vibrational frequency that I feel. They're being polite. They're not causing problems, but I know there's something else going on. And then at the same time, I don't want to interfere with something that's none of my business. I don't read or go in there without permission because I respect people. I, it's very important that there's a respect there. Um, so I've had to just learn it. It's been through experience through with the empathic part being, you know, you're trying so hard to help and then you're trying to help people that don't want it. I had to learn that, you know, at, when I was younger, I had to learn, you know, no. So I've grown in it through experience and the education that I was studying, just how to efficiently deliver information that was wanted or asked for. And at the same time, it's not mine to process. It's their journey. Uh, that's a big one when you're empathic, because when you're empathic, you, you may feel that you're just processing and absorbing everybody's emotions and issues and energy. And I, I had to go through that skin, my knees and figure it out. I guess a spiritual skin knee thing, you know, this, that was tough because I didn't want anybody to hurt. And then I had to learn that I cannot do that. I had to understand how to harness it. So, and utilize it the way that will, will help them. And that was to help them become aware of, we can let that go. You don't have to take that on. And then once I started to understand that, then I saw, okay, now I'm utilizing this and why I have it. And I started to see this was a gift, not something to cause me to suffer because it's very easy if you don't understand it for it to cause you suffering and you're thinking, oh, this is just awful. I don't want to feel all this. I don't want this. So a lot of my work is uh, helping people to understand that that's a gift of intuition and it helps you connect for those answers that we're always seeking. Not that it's trying to hurt you or harm you or anything like that. So it, I would say it's been a little bit of everything, but I feel like it gave me a better education with experience too. Not that all of it was pleasant. <laughs> Trust me, not all of it was, but it helped me to understand because I, it's sometimes called the wounded healer. Um, we understand and have compassion and awareness for someone because we have felt pain. And so I'm not saying everybody's going to feel it like that. Everybody has their unique journey, but it does make a difference for me. Uh, I can just understand that we all have different viewpoints. We all have different ways to approach things. And I'm not even trying to get people to approach it the way I do. I'm just trying to help them find what works for them. So that's a passion in my work. So I do energy readings and I do intuitive readings, but they are to help them trust their own intuition more than anything. Cause I, I'm not about that. And I'm just like, Nope, you got to call somebody else for that kind of like, I'm not just going to tell you how to find a new boyfriend or 
make a million dollars. No, no, no. I want you to find your journey to the path that you want. So to me, I feel like I'm giving them so much more richness in life when they they can trust themselves. So yeah, that's that's probably the core of everything I do is I want people to trust themselves and believe in themselves. And I teach a lot of these different topics and metaphysics and energy because I totally understand it. I live it. I breathe it so they can find their way through it. Yeah. And that and that actually um, is an interesting relation to uh, one of the talking points we usually have on the show, uh, which which I, I would like to relate to what you're saying. So you, in your quest to help people um, define some of that, uh, and with all the noise that's out there these days, especially uh, with social media adding even more, I mean, now the whole world is, you're tuned into the whole world, but at the same time, you're trying to navigate this complexity of who you are um, and, and help that be expressed or brought out in, in whatever way um, helps you get on this path. So we like right. to talk about clarity. How yeah. do you help people get clarity if there's a lot going on in there? Um, okay. Yeah. And, and they have trouble focusing or, 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 because to me, clarity is, is one path towards gaining understanding that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, clarity is very important. You, you have to know that you have a clear mind when you're working. Now I, I do a lot with um, meditation. Uh, some people go, oh, I can't meditate. Yes, you can. So for the, for the high energy minds, they, what works for them a lot of times is something called active meditation. They're running, jogging, gardening, painting, or doing activities or chores, but you know, you're just kind of doing that. Some people call it brain dumping and, you know, like thought that is helping to get that energy out of there that's clogging up everything. Meditation is huge that way. Uh, You can sit and do quiet, but it's one of the ways to help find clarity. But the other one for me is the, a lot of people are asking, this is the big one. A lot of people are asking, okay, I need this. I need to understand that. But then you need to listen You need to listen for answers. So sometimes they ask over and over and over again. So I call it a one, two, three step. You have these questions or these prayers and you want the universe to help you or God or whoever it is that you are reaching out to. And, but they don't, they don't believe or trust that they're going to get answered. So law of attraction comes in there. So I teach that as well, because you, you want to put the question out and then this gratitude would be step two. Thank you for answering and hearing me. They're all heard. Sometimes it's just not you're listening and and seeing, or you may not like the answer. (laughs) Sometimes it's that. So I, I, I help people find a way to, Put your request out there, let it be known, and then go about your day as it has already been answered and then allow it to unfold and come to you because the answers come in different ways. Uh, People will, and I help them with journals or try to help them find these ways to, okay, let me start figuring out how I'm getting answers. Some people are getting them in dreams. For me, I can just go out in nature and I get all kinds of information and answers just through nature, through animals, 
through trees, believe it or not. You wouldn't believe some of the information I've received just being connected. The, the meditation comes in because it helps you stop and ground and be present. And it because if your mind is scattered, you're not present. If you're afraid, you're worried about the future. You know, you're worried about something that's going to happen that hasn't happened yet. And it may not. Probably more times than not, it won't. Or the regrets and the remorse or the guilt from past events. That keeps us in a place where we're not present. So a big part of what I do is to help people understand how they can come back to that. I use breath for that because um, that's something you have with you. you. It's the first thing you do when you're born and it's the last thing you do before you leave. And it's always with you and it doesn't cost anything. <laughs> and so I get them to pay attention to your breath because if you're paying attention to your breath, which is also considered your life force, you're, you know, you're bringing that in. It's grounding you. You're becoming present. You're here. So some people have to do it a lot more often than others. And some people feel like, but I'm scattered or I have attention deficit. Uh, I hear all that. I've worked with a lot of uh, people that have been referred to me from medical doctors or psychologists because we're trying to show these different approaches. Not, I'm not trying to be clinical or medical at all. I bring in every person has a spiritual side to them. They have this part of them that isn't clinical or medical, but to work in harmony with that side of them. It's all part of us. And just not denying that side of you is a big thing, is a big step. And then you're working that in with what you do for yourself in the physical world or what you do with your thoughts and just teaching people, okay, these thoughts are coming in that are very negative. That's where we teach, well, let's work on replacing it. We can't forget a thought like that, but we can choose, all right, well, let's redirect our focus over here. So a lot of my work is about doing that because in every negative, tough thing that's out there, there's something else that we could either learn and take from it, or we can redirect our thoughts to somewhere else. And it takes practice. It's not sometimes very easy. And sometimes I have to remind myself to do it over and over again. So it's just a matter of a process of just teaching people how they can tap into this and how, what will work for them. Some things will work. Some things won't. I remember um, a lady, um, she's passed away now, but she, is the, she was the publisher of Hay House. Uh, publications, Louise Hay. I remember in uh, uh, audio, I was listening to her one time and I loved it. She said, people just don't know how to think. <laughs> and I thought it was, she was like grandma, my grandma talking to me, teaching me how to just think. And I went, she just said, people don't know how to think. They can think. She's so, so but she was trying to show you can choose to say, all right, I don't like these thoughts, so let me see what else I can put my mind on. And I, I connected with that. So I've, I started diving into that even more. It does work. It does. I work with vibrational frequencies of color in the paintings that I do. Everything has energy. Um, so just teaching people how they can tap into these things that they may have overlooked in life grounds us and makes us 
become more present in our life experience here. So that's a long answer, but there's a lot of facets to it. So I, I appreciate that answer as well. And there's so many parts of that that I'd love to unpack. Um, definitely the nature part resonates with me because um, although we related it to clarity, um, I find personally, I get a lot of strength and power from it, which is kind of the next uh, subject that we like to explore here. Um, you know, it, it, I find that even if I'm feeling down or low about something, I can get that boost by just taking a walk through, let's say the forest trails behind that I'm fortunate to have behind my place, um, rather than just sitting and wallowing and stewing on something. Uh, and, and I agree with you hundred percent. Um, you know, taking the time to think about something, maybe with a little disclosure of saying not overthinking it, but, but taking a moment to think about something, whether it's a reaction you might have to something someone said or a feeling because emotion seems to bubble up to the top right away, but good sense mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. takes a moment to catch up. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I would love to hear about, uh, especially since you highlighted the challenges and pains people face as well, some of the tips you might have for people to gain power uh, when they're feeling, um, at least in the entrepreneurial world, it's easy um, to, to figure a scenario where power is necessary. And that's when you're, you know, let's say things didn't go your way with some perhaps uh, a deal you had with a client or troubles with employees or uh, basically things people are dealing with every day. Um, you know, the stuff how, how that keeps you up at night, the stuff that keeps you up yeah. and you can't sleep. You're thinking about it all night long. You're talking yeah. about that kind so of stuff you, that's bothering you. Yeah, exactly. How do you convert some of that? Uh, I'll call it negative energy, but it doesn't have to always be negative. Some, some of it mm -hmm. could be from negativity. But how do you try to whip up some positive power there to counteract mm. that or, or even convert some of that negativity into positive energy if you can? <laughs> There's a lot of different uh, ways you can do it. Um, I'm going to work with someone that would be more analytical or business-minded. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of people, business people, owners of companies, things like that, that I've worked with. And it's a similar question, but there's a lot of the world out there in this, you know, space at, or they have a coworker that they have a problem with or something like that. Um, one of the things, and it's different, I have noticed that some people do better with the energy shielding and some people do better with a releasing and forgiving type of exercise. So I'll go with like what seems to work well with people that can't let something go, maybe a betrayal, a disgruntlement, uh, difficulty and forgiving is a big one that keeps your frequency just in a place where you can't move forward. Uh, and I, I've done this with people that would keep something for years and years. And this was um, men and women women were a little quicker to forgive and let it go and move on than men. Uh, I, that's just what I've noticed with what I've experienced. 
But what I had them do was I go, well, we've got to, we were talking about forgiving and letting it go. You're just holding it. It's not affecting the person that hurt you. And they're like, well, I can't, I can't let it go. I go, well, let's reverse it then. So sometimes a physical exercise literally can help make things different. Some people, and I'm not just saying go for a jog that does help sometimes, but when it's something really deep seated that you're having trouble letting go of, I had the, I had this one gentleman write it down on paper. And then we went to a beach or a body of salt water. And I said, um, but, and so he, he wrote down everything that he wanted to let go of. And then he, I said, now tear it up. And he goes, why well, have I got to tear it up? I just wrote it down. I go, well, you don't want to keep it, do you? And I was like, now tear it up and put it in a safe container. And we're going to burn it. That's using the elements and energy. And it's more of an exercise to help you do get there. So it's not like, okay, I'm going to rip this up. And the tearing apart is so the bonded energy cannot reconnect. Sometimes they let it go in the wind, but we didn't want to litter. <laughs> so we burned, the, burned it into the ashes. And the burning is like a, a fire like that is an element. And it, it has an energy of just cleansing, believe it or not. It's natural in, in nature settings, like in swampy areas or areas that regenerate through that. You know, the lightning and the, the fires, you know, help regenerate earth. So we're, we're working with nature to help us let go of something. Just going for a walk, like you mentioned earlier, feeling and acknowledging that you're walking on natural earth, earth can pull these energies from us and transmute them. And, and, and it's not like, oh, no, I don't want to give earth bad energy. Earth actually can pull it and transmute it and cleanse it. Earth is a living being. It breathes. It does. It's a breathing, living form that we live on. And it takes that. Uh, trees are very healing. Just being in trees. Some people go, I just love being in the woods or around a lot of trees and forests and nature because it's pulling all that energy off is why you feel better when you were taking a walk or doing that. But when you have that deep seated thing is really difficult to let go of, then do a physical act of Okay, I'm going to put the energy here because, and I say don't type it on a computer. I like people to take pencil and paper or pen and paper because the energy coming out of your hand, your dominant hand, is the energy you send out into the world. So you're going to send the problem out onto the paper and then you're going to get rid of it. And that's just a kind of a ritual to help you let go of it. After this gentleman did this, and this was one that just could not let go of anything, was very difficult, but it was just this deep-seated thing. After I said, well, let's do all this first. He goes, well, I can't forgive. I got to forgive first and then burn it. I go, no, we're going to do it backwards. It actually helped him, and he finally let it go. And i that's just one little example. You could do different things. Um, women... And, and men too, I'm not just trying to make it man or woman, but I've just noticed that business-minded men are a little bit more, they, they need something a little bit concrete. Uh, women that might be a little bit more sensitive uh, and there's men that are sensitive. Like I said, this can go either gender, uh, but just if there's a lot of fear involved, we, we talk about how we can shield our energy. 
because sometimes we're just putting this, we're putting ourselves out there and we have this open door that just lets all the problems in. That's something I had to learn as an empath. So I teach them how to sit for five minutes and put that shield up and just put that intention that you are completely safe and protected as you go out into the world. That works really well when it's fear-based. So I gave one for like something that can help with forgiveness and letting go and one that can help with, you know, when it's, you're afraid of what tomorrow might bring. And that happens. A lot of people are, um, it's similar like regret remorse is forgiving yourself. So that one would be the same category as the other forgiveness of someone else, because when you're regretting a decision you made 20 years ago, you're, you're not the same person that you were 20 years ago and you have to lighten up. You have to give some self-love there. So that's a couple of different examples. There's so many different facets to that, that I usually fine tune and we figure out what's going to work for that individual, but that's like a quick, like idea of how we can approach different categories of things like that. Did that answer the question? Cause that gives them power when they can let it go. Totally. Um, I, you know, there's so many relatable points there, uh, but definitely the part you mentioned about, um, you know, as you're walking through the woods, let, let some of that energy go back into the earth. That's something that I've started to understand a lot better. Uh, I don't know if I fully understood the impact of that before. I, I do remember last year um, going on a, a boat ride with a friend and we ended up uh, at uh, I'm based in Toronto here. So we ended up on Toronto Island and it was still not quite uh, summer. So the lake was quite cold. Um, and he, Ooh. my friend who, who took us there said, Oh, let's, uh, let's take our socks and shoes off and uh, walk in the, in the, in the water. And at first I remember thinking, Oh, that's, you know, it's going to be cold and I don't want to get sand all over my feet and all that stuff being silly about it and then he started saying like oh you know this is great because I feel like all the uh, energy just gets uh, pulled into the lake as the waves would come and you know hit your feet and then wash back and once again I just for a second my mind was like oh that seems a little hokey but I thought you know what no I, I especially since COVID had started and right you know we were all starting to be locked in and I thought, no, you know what? I'm out. I'm, I wanted to do more things in nature. Here's an opportunity to do it. This is what he's saying. Let me just see how it feels. And I, I tell you the moment I, I took my shoes and socks off and I put my feet in that water and I put myself in the mindset that, um, yes, this water is going to wash away all, all my stress or whatever it is. I actually kind of exactly. felt like it did it, yeah. from the top of my head to the, bo to the bottom of my feet. I felt like just this energy just got released. Uh, and it, and what you're great. saying is a great example because there's a couple of components there. Is this a salt water? Is this uh, a I salt wish it water? Was. I wish we were closer to salt water. It was a fresh water. Okay. It's like Ontario. Oh, no. yeah. Well, water is a conduit. Matt, and so if you have energy that is trying to pull out, it, it's just going to help flush. Like you drink a lot of water. When I was working with uh, clients one-on-one uh, -on -one and doing a lot of healing that way, I'd say, okay, you're going to probably, 
you might cry for five days. So, you know, keep flushing with water because it keeps releasing it. Once you start that flow, it just keeps going when you add salt and you can do this at home, even if you don't have like salt water or ocean, putting salt, sea salt or anything like Himalayan salt, anything like that, mixing it with the water, like in a bath, or I've had people tell me they put it in a plastic container to shower and they do it that way. And just the intention of your thought is energy. Your thoughts are energy. So you're connecting this physical act with the energy you're trying to move through and it, and it grabs. So that's why it always feels like, gosh, you just feel good after you've been at the, at the water's edge all day or go out for a picnic or go hang out at the beach or something, uh, or just be in nature and walk and just knowing thank you and appreciating that it does that for us. So for me, I'm a big appreciate and respect nature because look at all the, that it does for us. It does do a lot for us and helping us that way. So I, I like what you were saying, because that's exactly why it was doing that because it's just, Oh, it does. You might just go and it's tension that you're pulling off. It wasn't, wasn't anything big, but you felt it come off because yes. the, because it just, it's like a magnet that just pulls and drinking water is a bit, is a very important part of it too. So yeah, it's interesting how that works. I've had people that are really struggling. We do the shielding and uh, which is kind of meditative to think about that shield of protection. But I'm having like, I was like salt baths for you or showers or something. And the combination, if it's a really difficult time, or if you're going through something really tough, that's been huge to put the two together and work it out. Um, people that are grieving loss. And there's been a lot of that with the pandemic. I mean, people that are going through a lot of pain or, you know, things like that. Sometimes we have to just do a little bit extra. So hitting it from different angles uh, really works. Uh, we also look at, well, how are you treating your body? Because this is what's housing the energy that's called you. And it might be something in their diets. It might be habits like that. So it's a work in progress. It, it, you do a little at a time and you do what I can't make them do everything all at once. They are going to go as far down that path of healing as they want to, because they have to make that choice. But once you make that choice with the intention, you've already shifted your energy into a higher place that you want to go. And as soon as you do that, uh, what I have discovered is the universe responds with options and opportunities for you. You just have to allow them to come in. You don't have to try to make them come in. You don't have to force anything. You just have to have that intention that you want to change and improve. Um, you don't want the life that you're living right now. You want something different or you want to let this pain go. Um, I work with the chakras, the energy chakras, because everything with energy is the chakras, the emotions, um, the thought energy. And we have a lot of power for self-healing within us. We really do. Um, so I like to help people understand, well, how can I tap into that? And it empowers you. It, you don't feel helpless anymore. There's, oh, you know, I was believing a belief can limit you or a belief can empower you. That's a big step right there that I'm trying to show. I'm trying to show you're not, you're not helpless. 
you're not hopeless. It's not the end. It's not, that's it. I'm trying to show them how a belief might be something that's not working for you anymore. It could have been fine at one point of an approach. And now it's just not working anymore because energy evolves and moves forward all the time. Nothing goes backwards. So when we try to go backwards to the way it was, that's why it doesn't work. That's why it won't reconnect. It doesn't work that way. It goes forward. So you want to work with the flow of life, not against it. You don't want to try to rush it. <laughs> you don't want to try to be afraid of where it's going. You want to try to find that rhythm with it. And then it opens up the opportunities for you to either say yes or no to, because you have free will. Everybody can choose what they want to do. Yeah, that sounds so great. I, it's a very much in line with kind of the third topic of our uh, show, which is about follow through. Uh, so I love what you said about the belief and how the belief, I think you said, can either limit you or empower you. Is, were those mm -hmm. the right words? Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that's definitely one trick to following through on things is do your beliefs limit you or, or do they, uh, do they empower you? And, and it, I'm trying not to lose myself in my own thoughts because it's triggered a bunch of thoughts about my own beliefs, like how many, how many of them are limiting me versus uh, empowering me. So I'll definitely but that's take a good that away example. after the show. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but that's a good that's a good example for anybody watching or listening to this because it just triggered you to go, wait a minute, what is or what isn't? So I have people uh, make a list and whatever pops into your mind, Put a list. You might end up with two lists. Like, yeah, this is working. This is not. Then you can triage it because you can't fix everything all at the same time. Now you're overwhelmed. Now you're trying to displace yourself and it's going to feel fragmented. But you put that energy on. All right, let's get this in an order of events that I can start to work on. Some of them are just handed down beliefs because that's what we were taught. Yes. But then we find that we start to question it. And I'm not here to tell somebody to believe or not believe. I'm here to say, you have every right to explore if a belief system is yours or something that you were just programmed to believe and if it's working for you or not. So I'm glad that you said that because that's actually a very good example of how you can start to apply and find ways to work through things like that. Yeah. So. No, one thing that we like to leave our listeners with, and uh, I noticed that uh, you had a very interesting one, is um, some kind of um, free offering. I'd love if you could tell our listeners about that now, because it, it sounded really interesting. So I can't wait for them to hear about it. <laughs> okay. I, I have a couple of different ones. Uh -huh. um, a free guide to um, energy healing, self-care. And then it looks like this free offer includes five lessons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, that that's a very popular one because a lot of people, you know, they learn about what I do or how I can help them because they're trying to heal something in their life. So that one is actually a really, really cool little short mini course. It's got five different lessons in it. It has meditations that can, like I was telling you about one of the guided meditations, one of the more popular ones that, that just help teach you some different self-care tips we've been talking about some of them, mm -hmm. but it helps you go through and give you checklists. It helps you go through and find 
tune what you want to do, what you want to heal, what you want to let go of, what you want to bring into your life. And then the meditation will guide you through it. And it's something you can listen to once a day, every day, or whenever you feel that you need to just let things go. Um, I put that together because that one was just, it's just so needed. You know, people are just trying to heal and find some sort of empowerment that they can do for themselves because it's energy. And so I love teaching people how to feel like they have something they can do and it helps to ignite your own self-healing and it helps bring things and move them forward. So that one is one of the, the most popular ones in there. Um, there's two other ones. One of them is a collection of meditations and they can go in and get all of these if they want. And then there's another one. This calendar started in March. And the reason I chose March was because that was the beginning of a calendar, you know, not the, not the Gregorian calendar, but a different one, not January. It was more of the beginning of the astrology calendar. Um, that one is about living the abundant lifestyle. And you can grab that and it takes you through the months and you put your goals down. This works really well with healing. Actually, I would say go get them all if you want. But it, that one takes you month by month and it helps guide you through writing down what you want to do. What's your intention here? It helps you anchor into these, helps bring that focus in. Like you were asking me about how can we get anchored and focused and moving into things like meditation is one, but this is another way to help keep you on track. And you're like, what do I want to, what do I want to achieve? And then you look at the previous month. What did I actually achieve? Okay. Moving forward. What am I going to do? So they're all over there um, and they can have, you know, they're, they're free gifts that they can do. Um, and I mean, I've put out those because of those are some of the most important. I've had the meditations. There's different meditations in that one group. They're all guided meditations, about five of them, I think, maybe four or five. And those are very popular ones. And so I just put a collection together and that's all audio. I think some of them might have a video visual, but they, they just help when you just need something to anchor you in. And then eventually you may get to the point where you don't need guided. You can just do your own, but it helps you to get started. Well, I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate your time. Uh, this has been a fantastic conversation. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my pleasure. Uh, it's our pleasure, um, both Marnie and I. And I'm sure this won't be the last conversation we have. We'll make sure to include a link to your website as well for the listeners uh, so they can go get that really tremendous freebie. I'm planning on checking it out myself. Uh, I'm working my way through your YouTube videos first. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a lot of them, (laughs) which is great. There's I a got lot a lot of, of yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think like 300, I don't know. And when I try to import the show into some other application, it goes, we had a problem because it had so many, you know, so, but I've been doing it for a while, but yeah. And I still have people that will respond to something from years ago. So that's amazing to me when something we went over years ago is still helping someone today. Um, and I try to, be, I've been keeping up with current events in the last year or two with astro astrology alignments because of the esoteric soul things we can get from that. And when we're working with energy and some people are just very 
attuned to that. So I've been showing them like, hey, no, let's just look at this. Maybe you can work with it this way. And that's what we've been doing. If you've been listening, I'm sure you've heard some of that. Um, I'm just here to help. I'm here to help. I want people to know that they have value they can bring to the world or they wouldn't be here. I don't want them to discount themselves that they, they don't have anything they can offer and, and find their happiness. So I really appreciate that because that's one of the things that really attracts me to, to this, this job and this, and this uh, series that we have going on is, is meeting people like yourself that genuinely want to help others. Thank you. And (laughs) thank you so much. I've enjoyed speaking with you and just sharing and getting to know you too. And please say hello to Marnie. Um, Maybe one day I'll talk to her as well. Um, And we'll have to do this. I wish you guys, I know I wish you guys the best. And so now you have to go edit everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll definitely add our little intros and exits and touch-ups, but uh, no, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much, Jen. I appreciate it. Thank thank you. I mean, and have a very blessed and wonderful day. Thank Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye for now. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please leave us a review. It really helps others to decide if they're going to listen to you. This series has been all about clarity, power, and follow through. Entire Task can help you get clear with its vision board. It gives you the power to do what's most important with our algorithms and to chunk things down so it's easy to follow through. Check it out at entiretask.com.